What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Proverbial Life Podcast. This is a podcast where we encourage Christians to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. This morning, opening up my Bible, praying, looking at the books that I have, and thinking to myself, how am I ever going to understand what I read? And you may not get the essence of what I mean by that, but let me give you just a brief understanding. So I'm someone who has always struggled in school and someone who has really always struggled with reading. Um, I was never diagnosed officially with dyslexia, but uh, I remember in college, being tested by one of the um, psychiatrists. I don't know if she was a psychiatrist or one of the counselors who was certified as a, I don't know. Anyway, and we took a test and she said, looks like you, you, you are dyslexic. Um, again, it wasn't official, but it did confirm some of the struggles I had in school and my reading comprehension and uh, all that. Um, and again, most recently, I went to the doctor, the eye doctor, to get my eyes checked, and I um, found out that my left eye isn't aligned with my right eye, and that I don't quite need glasses yet, but I'm on the cuff, the, the cuff uh, of needing them. So I've struggled. All that to say, I've struggled with reading and reading comprehension and um, spelling and all those things um, my entire life and I've gotten better I've, 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 I've grown a lot um, you know when compared to my younger age um, and and I desire to grow more and more and more but as I look at my books as I look at the Bible and I say man I need to understand deep rich theological truths and and the Lord has provided multiple means for me to grow and to read and to, you know, have all these opportunities to grow throughout the years. I ask myself, Lord, how is that going to happen? How how am I ever, how am I ever going to understand and be able to communicate the weightiness of your word to my own soul, to my family, to those that you've given me responsibility over as a pastor, um, how, how is that going to happen, God? And then as I'm praying that, I'm actually reading in my Bible reading, um, going through the um, going through a specific Bible reading plan where you read 10 chapters a day. Um, now, I don't always do that. Usually um, my, my limit is five. Um, sometimes I get to 10. But I, it, as I'm praying that prayer and I'm asking God this question and I'm saying, Lord, how's that going to happen? I'm in Matthew chapter 25. In Matthew chapter 25, there are um, two parables that Jesus gives. The first is the parable of the ten virgins and the second is the parable of the talents. Now I'm reading this, right? I, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm down, I'm, I'm, I'm starting at verse 14. I read the beginning, starting at chapter, uh, verse 1 of that chapter. I'm going down and I'm reading 
and I'm on 14 and I'm looking at it and I'm praying this prayer and I'm thinking, man, Lord, like I've just I just got a lot of growth. And that's true. I do. I do need to grow a lot. I need to grow in his word and um, just continue to be to strive to be more like Christ. Right. So I'm, I'm praying this prayer and I'm looking at this passage. Um, it talks about, you know, starting in verse 14, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them with his property. Okay, so these people are entrusted uh, with property. And to one, he gives five uh, talents. And to another, he gives one. And um, to another, he gives two. And to another, he gives one. Okay, each according to his ability. Okay, so now I think that's, that's the question I'm wrestling with. Lord, my ability, my ability is so small. My, my ability is so... Um, so weak, Lord, right? I struggle with reading. I'm not, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have it like, like I desire it. Now, again, whether or not the reality of that statement is absolutely true or to the, to, to the, to what degree is that absolutely true? Um, given the way I'm conveying it, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I think I think I'm smarter than I realize and I understand more than I realize and so on and so forth. Right. But as I'm looking at this to each according to his ability. And that's my prayer. Lord, ah, I think my ability is so small. Like um, I'm definitely the one that has like one talent, you know, um, and then he goes on. Um, at least that's my, that's the assessment I have of myself right here. Uh, and then he says in verse 16, um, he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. OK, so the two other individuals um, expanded what God had given them. They 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 made a profit on it. Right. And then we see verse 18, verse 19. Now, after a long time, the master whose servants, came, the master of the servants came and settled accounts with them. And he had received five and he had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. OK, so notice, well done. You, you've done good. I've given you five talents and you've made you, you you invested those talents and you've received five more talents. Well done. You, you, you're you a good and faithful servant. OK, notice the next line. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. The same thing for the next individual. He had two talents and he made two more talents. And his master said to him again, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And then right there, it hit me. That's the answer to my prayer. That's the answer right there, right there in that text. As before... <laughs> That's the answer, y'all. Right there. You see, God has given each of us something to be stewards over 
for him. Okay, God has entrusted us with something for him. And you can you can quibble about, you know, well, it's messed up. I don't have five talents. I only have one. Um, They have 10. Whatever. Right. Whatever. That that isn't that isn't. And then you see how um, the next person who was entrusted with one talent, uh, he he was afraid. It says in verse 25, he says he hid. Right. It says um, he says, Master, I knew that I knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talents in the ground here. You have uh, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant, slothful. You see that? Slothful. You put that alongside of faithful. And 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 they they don't they don't mesh. They don't go together. You, you can't be faithful and slothful. Right. So so this person who receives the one talent was afraid of his master and he doesn't do anything with it. He doesn't seek to grow. He doesn't seek to expand. He doesn't seek to uh, bring his master more profit on his his investment. Right. And and what happens? God calls him. The master calls him here. A slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I've not scattered no seed, where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, at least put my money in the bank so that it can receive some interest. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from you and give it to him who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who has for, for to everyone who has will uh, more be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away and cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, this this individual was living his life in unbelief. He didn't believe that God could do what he was in himself incapable of doing, or so he thought. He didn't trust God to do the impossible. So he was slothful, and he was doubtful, and he was fearful, right? And, and he had the wrong view of God and his character. Right? I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow. Um, and And so... This, this got me thinking, man, the answer to my prayer is to be faithful over little. You see, be faithful over little. I don't know what your abilities are this morning. If you're in Christ, I don't know what your talents are. I don't know what, what God has gifted you with. I don't, I don't know any of that. But I do know this, that whether you have one or ten talents... The requirement is still the same. You and I, those of us who are in Christ, are called to be faithful over little. And when we do that, 
God says that he will set us over much. Oh, this is the answer, brothers and sisters. You want to understand the Bible? There's no magic formula. Keep reading your Bible every day. You want to understand the depths of systematic theology? You want to understand how all the truths of God's word coincide with 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 reality and life? Then be faithful in the word of God, in prayer, in teaching your children, in discipling your wife, in being a faithful servant of God, and God will give the increase as he sees fit. So I pray and I hope that you're encouraged by this truth, brothers and sisters, to remain faithful, be faithful, be consistent, and God will honor your work in him and he will increase your lot as he sees fit for his glory. Well, that's all for today. I hope this was encouraging to you and that this spurs your faith on to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. Grace and peace.